Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey guys, thanks for downloading our podcast. It is Friday and you're on Fridays. It's time to get out of here. We got rid of that one. but Here's we'll the podcast. We'll just... <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Your Pet PA. Affordable, convenient vet care and advice. Anytime, anywhere. Head to yourpetpa.com.au. Show me your love. Stab Abby and Matt's must love pets. Yeah, we want you to find, well, I don't know, someone to go on a date with before mm-hmm. Valentine's Day, and we're doing it through your pets. So you are going to choose someone, Brett in Shayla Park, a more morning. Good morning. How are we? Good. You are going to choose someone by them describing their pet, okay? Yep. Uh, So what we'll do is we're throwing a little party for the singles to come along to. That's at Pilgrim by Fogarty at the Barracks. Uh, Fogarty, sorry. Not Fogarty. Fogarty. (laughs) (laughs) John Fogarty. John Fogarty, yeah. Uh, Pilgrim by Fogarty at the Barracks. The Barracks up on Petrie Terrace. Perfect place to come together. We put your uh, face uh, up on uh, the B105 Instagram and got a lot of love Mm -hmm. last night. And you are there. Inundated. Oh, inundated. How many friends? Sent you text too messages. Too many friends okay. and family have caught me out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the picture you chose too. You showed that you're an adventure guy out on the jet ski, and the dog comes with you on the jet ski. Yeah, she comes everywhere. She comes out west on the quads. Comes out camping. Gets out in the water. Loves the water. All right, Absolutely now that that is the most important part of this. What sort of um, dog do you have, and what is her name? Her name is Oreo, mm-hmm. and she's a border collie. Oh, so you must be a great catch. <laughs> uh, Stav has a border collie, so he just wants to throw Marry him, him. ladies. Yeah. Yours Marry is a cross, though, so I don't know. This one looks purebred. What a <laughs> snob. I know, right? I didn't know you were a doggist. Hey, uh, can I just ask, Brent, are you um, interested in men or women? Women. Yeah, no, that's right. It's just Ben has posted saying, I would buy a pet just to date this man. I so. saw that. <laughs> ben and Brett, good couple name, just saying. <laughs> Ben's actually a big TikTok star, too. He's got like a couple of million followers. I know, I know. I was going to comment just to have some fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's right up your style. Ben Blue. uh, He is gorgeous. We've met him before. He dresses as like a Christmas tree and wears hot pants and stuff. I think if we got together, we'd tear the town apart. So, okay. uh, what we're going to do next, mate, and the whole idea of this is uh, is about trying to find love in a different way. So you don't know about the girls. You just hear about their dogs. You match up that way. And, you know, you might find something you never knew you were looking for, Brett. That's right. Something different. Just out for a bit of fun today and see where it goes. Mm-hmm. The good thing is it's always nerve-wracking when you're going to, like, a speed dating because you don't know what to talk about. Yeah. But it breaks That's the right. ice when you just talk about your pets because they're coming along as well. Yeah, good point. Oh. Yeah, you got to bring Oh, what? Sorry, does he have something on? Yeah, I'm busy that night, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ben, you are 33, you've got Oreo, the Border Collie, uh, and you are looking... What did I say? You said that's correct. Ben. Oh, sorry, I thought you oh, said... Ben. Did I call you Ben? Oh, sorry. Yeah, He's you... getting really flustered. I'm talking about... I'm talking about, thinking about the old TikTok bloke. Oh, oh okay. Right. Well, it's... He can come along for you. He can come in. It's his hair, isn't it? He's got, no, like... it's the hot... It's the legs. Is it okay. the legs? Uh, all right, Brett. <laughs> sorry, Brett. <laughs> all right. Now, you are going to hear from uh, three ladies. They're going to describe their dog only, and you have to see which one you'd like to pick. First up is Ashley in Deception Bay. Hey, Ash, tell us about your dogs. Hi. Hi, Brett. Um, So I have two dogs. I've got a 
five-year-old Cavalier, who um, is the laziest thing you will ever meet. She uh, snores her head off every night. And I also have a uh, five-month-old uh, bull Arab cross American staffy puppy who is uh, the life of the party. She loves everything and everyone, and uh, that also includes many pairs of my shoes that I've lost in the last couple oh, of months. Yeah. <laughs> well, that makes up for the Cavalier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Okay, then. All right, so we're a bit judgy on the breed. Uh, <laughs> right, let's see. If you can have a crack at Ashley there, let's see. Uh, Kishi, Hi. Hi. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. I've never been on the radio before. Well, you're <laughs> on the air. Tell us about your pets. Um, I've actually, I don't have dogs. I've actually got three cats and two guinea pigs. Um, and they're all named based off of, uh, do you guys remember when you were younger and you used to play Mario Kart on yeah. Nintendo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's Yoshi. All named after, they're all named after Nintendo characters. Okay. All right. Hmm, cool. Princess Peach, Wario. Yeah, so the two the two guinea pigs, one's called Princess and the other one's called Peach. Brilliant. And then I've got three cats. They were all rescue cats mm-hmm. um, named Luigi, Mario, and DK. Love it. Okay, there you three go. Three cats. That's... I'd have to ask, mm. would you be bringing every single one of them on the night? <laughs> I don't think so because I can only walk one of the cats. Like one of them. Because that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you do walk one of the cats, you said? Yeah, one of them likes to go for walks. I've got, like, a harness for him, so that one's Mario. Mm -hmm. Um, The other two are not very good, like, walking outside, so... Too scared of turtle shells. (laughs) Do you you walk the guinea pigs? (laughs) No, no. No, I don't walk the guinea pigs. No. I mean, you walk your cat, so that's not that strange of a question. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Kishi. People do some weird looks. Yeah. Kishi sounds fun. Mm. <laughs> she sounds a bit crazy. You always said that you don't fun. like people with a lot of cats, but you're going to make an exemption. No, no, no. I don't want to have a lot of cats. <laughs> uh, Jesse, what have you got? Tell us about your dog. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Brett. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I have a two and a half year old dash hound, long haired dash hound named Charlie. Mm. Um, She loves the beach. She is just the sweetest little girl you ever meet. She's got long black silky hair and big brown dreamy eyes. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. Does she sleep <laughs> on the bed or does she have her own bed? Um, She's crate tra- trained, so she sleeps in her own crate. Well done, Jess. Oh, that's yeah. so good. Isn't it? <laughs> you, don't like, you don't like her dog on the bed, Brett? Um, no, they hog them. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. What's is crate? Does crate train mean a bed? It's a What's... new thing where you put them all in the crate and they go in there for bed. And have their like, little den. den. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, you okay. start them as a puppy. It's right. A new thing. Well, like, okay, Brett. There we go, mate. Three lovely ladies there. It's time to decide. Ashley's got the mm. two dogs. Uh, Kishi with the three cats and the two guinea pigs. Um, only walks the one of the cats, not the guinea pigs. Uh, or Jesse there, who's got the sausage dog, who is crate trained. Who are you going to pick, Brett? Oh, Ashley was the first one, wasn't she? Yes, she mm-hmm. was. Bull Arab. I'm probably going to have to go to the Bull Arab. Bull Arab. Oh, you know, she's got another dog. You can't leave out the Cavalier. She's going to have favourites, can't you? Yeah, <laughs> already. <laughs> hey, Ashley, well done. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hey, listen, they say that you shouldn't have favourites. I do have a favourite, and it is my Cavalier Lexi. There you go. <laughs> You're going to have to bring them both along when you meet Brett, okay? 
Perfect. <laughs> All right, good stuff, guys. You'll get to meet on the night. Uh, we're really looking forward to meeting you both as well, so good luck with it. Excellent, thank, thank you. you. All right, uh, we've got to get Kishi to the party anyway with the guinea pigs, I think. Uh, all right, good stuff, guys. It's all for your pet PA, affordable, convenient vet care and advice. Any time, anywhere, head to yourpetpa.com.au and our website, b105.com.au, if you'd like to register. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. <laughs> Well, I hope it's more successful than Nemo on his first day of school. But that is going to be on Monday where all the students return because there has been a two-week delay. Teachers have already gone back to school as well, so it's very confusing for them. Uh, But I have my two sister-in-laws and a lot of my friends are school teachers. So I asked them for advice to give to you, Maddie, and other parents out there who are taking their little one to school for the very first time. Well, no, it's, it made the list. I have rearranged some of their words. Right. Oh, because they foul potty mouths? Not potty mouths, but, you know, your kid's special. Ha ha. Like, and I was like, mm, can we construct it in a bit of a, okay. a better light? Right. So if you are taking your kid for the first day of school on Monday, listen up. And if teachers want to listen and see whether I've got this correct or not. Yeah, feel free to call on 131060 and add in teachers. Mm. So the first thing I said, for children, this is something to be aware of, the main source of anxiety around entering school is that they have absolutely no idea what to expect. So make sure that you know that it's a big deal. Actually talk about it beforehand. Mm. So make sure that you keep saying that, you know, this is what happens with school. If you've got older siblings, she said, as long as they don't say school sucks... (laughs) could help explain what games they were playing and how they play with other children, how they eat out of a lunchbox. And then, even if kids don't know how to tell the time, Mm -hmm. say that you're picking them up at 3 p.m. Mm because it eases their mind even if they don't know what 3 p.m. is. Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, Please do not pack juice or milk. Nervous tummies cannot handle it, and I'm not cleaning up runny runny poos or vomits on the first day. Okay, so vodka and gin. (laughs) Do not give a list of special requirements to the teacher for your little one on the first day of school. Yes, they are special, but we have a class full of special ones that are dear to us, so make sure that you email important information. That's fair enough. Okay. That's fair enough, rather than giving a whole list. If um, they say make sure that your child will copy you. So you have to make sure that you're calm and confident that everything is going to go well. So please don't ask your child repeatedly, are you scared? How do you feel about school? Are you scared? Are you scared? So just fake calm and confident, okay? It's like tearing up, if you cry, they'll cry. Yeah, tearing up is perfectly okay in the car afterwards mm. away from the child. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right? Sit in your yeah. car and cry, Maddie. I, yeah. do, I do do it so often. But you often know you can't do naturally. that. Like, oh my god, are you so scared? Yeah, you can't. No, do I know. No, yeah. I'll fight it back. I, it's going to be hard though. It's going to be. That's my my little baby. And I almost. I said to Esther when Ethan said he was moving out, and we realised Ethan was going to school, and we were having a crisis. Let's have another baby. So do I reverse my vasectomy? Will that fix it? She said, "Hell no." <laughs> <laughs> Over the weekend, um, you have to make sure that you reenact school drop off and school activities with their teddies and make it fun. Oh, that's a good So this one. is going to be yeah. Eden at school, yeah. and this is all her friends. This is her at three o'clock when I've forgotten to come and get her. <laughs> <laughs> this is me bringing ice cream to say, don't tell mum. I'll bring you an ice cream every time if you don't tell mum. <laughs> Having a good routine when you leave is best. So ask your child beforehand what they want. Like, what are we going to do? Are we going to have a big hug? Are mm. we going to have a high five? Are we going to say, see you later, alligator? Mm. What is going to be their little thing when yeah. you drop them off? 
Um, and then once you say your goodbyes, don't stay around. Mm. It's best just to leave straight after that because they'll become preoccupied with your presence. Do not make my classroom the departure lounge at an airport. Ah. Well, the Corinda Tavern is straight across the road, so Esther and I Sweet. do have plans just to nip over there. And, and that is from Sarah, my other school teacher friend, that said, go and get a drink. Yeah. We will be after school. We know that. Yeah. There you go. Well, for any parents who are doing it on Monday morning, mm. don't get me wrong, I'm excited for the kids to go. But I think it's, it's more also, important as well because it's your last one. That's... I think so. It's when you realise and you go... <laughs> There's no more babies in the house. Because that's when they're not babies anymore, isn't it? Mm-hmm. When they when they go to school. Yeah. Has that I just dawned on you as no, well? No, I just dawned on it. That, like, we were like, make sure that you go to drop off. I don't think you did that for Xander, did you? I've, I didn't That's what it. I was just... I just look at my... Yeah. yeah. So even with Ethan, I didn't go. He sat... Yeah. Yeah. Together and he See, sat this school. is your first and last school drop off. I've never been just... I am freaking out, man. Wow. I've never been to the first day of school out of three of my children. You should do a practice drive. <laughs> Today? Well, just so you don't miss it. <laughs> oh, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Your mum's called up. Oh. Stab's mum, Anne. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to add to that? First day at high school, Mm -hmm. I had to take Stuart. We drove him in the car. Mm. He cried all the way. Curious George, his monkey, (laughs) was in his school bag. Mm. We had to have a sing-along. So on the way, because he was crying, I was driving, singing, she'll be coming round the mountain when she (laughs) stabbed. Comes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> She'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. That was the whole trip. Mm. That was it from go to wall. Yeah. Is that the first year of year 12? First day of year 12? Mm. No, first first day of year eight. high school. Mm. Year eight. You're right. Mm. I can sing that to you when you're nervous. I didn't realise that was your song. It didn't work, so pick another song. Stab <laughs> 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 Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Lovely to meet you. I'm an astrophysicist. Yeah, we know him as the astrophysicist bachelor. Dr. Matt Agnew is on the air with us this morning. This is exciting because today is um, highlighting a World Cancer Day and you're an ambassador for, I believe this year, the world's greatest shave, which is so exciting because I have questioned why you keep growing your hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look, uh, it wasn't a uh, premeditated plan from the start. I, I grew it out as, uh, I guess, just a bit of a lockdown hobby, really. You know, you let it just go and in lockdown, let it go a bit wild. But yeah, obviously now there's an opportunity to contribute really positively to an important cause. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm always one to jump at any opportunity to do that. Are you ponytailing? At the moment, I am yes, <laughs> or maybe it's top knotting. I don't know what the where the um, you know the cut is. Because today is uh, World Cancer Day, and you know you're you're highlighting that, which I you know I personally um, lost my dad to to lung cancer, and a lot of families go through it, and um, it's probably cancer is one of those things that isn't getting talked about as much as it used to since COVID came in. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, the the headlines in the last 24 months have been dominated by COVID, and obviously, it's a really devastating thing. Um, But you're right, cancer's been, unfortunately, always there and always something that has um, taken the lives, often early, of of loved ones. And that's um, it, it is really horrible, and it's something that any chance we have to raise money and fund and accelerate medical research to try and enable the provision of world-class medical treatment is is a really important cause. 
I'm going to lay down this challenge because I actually shaved my hair off. Was it three years ago now? Yeah, three or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be able to do the world's greatest shave, and I think we raised nine hundred uh, nine. Was it ninety thousand? Some, oh, got, 90,000. Got there, so yeah. what, what's your target, Doctor? Oh, look, um, I, I haven't laid down quite as an ambitious goal oh. at the moment. I think I'm looking at 30, but if you've done 90, I'm probably going to have to pump that up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, look. Look, I'll push it as far as I can. Hopefully, we can get some really good money to, to fund these important things. To be honest, it was our amazing listeners that listened to the mm. show, and I guilted the boys here as well to be able to um, sponsor me. So, I sold my house, man. Yeah, I'm, so that's I'm, worth yeah, it. No, yeah. I'm saying for people listening as well, you know, it is a worthwhile cause. If you haven't donated for a couple of years, then get on board and make sure you have a look at um, Matt's profile to be able to donate. That's it. And um, also, if you can continue to guilt um, Matt and Stab, that'd be great. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, just she'll do that anyway. No, yeah. we, um, were ha- we were happy to donate. It's, it's an important thing. Have you had a shaved head before, though? Because I know that um, some people, they love, like Matty shaved his head for to be faster in a, in a running race, but he hasn't gone back to the locks. Yeah, look, I have shaved it, I reckon, about a decade ago. Mm. But um, I didn't go as short as probably I need to go uh, this time around. But my recollection is I didn't have the greatest shape head. Ah, so, yeah. you know, I'm kind of managing expectations. I know what to expect. I'm not going to be, uh, you know, that, that lovely Bruce Willis look. Mm. Hats. Is it true that you're not single anymore? Uh, no, I'm, I'm very much single. I've been okay. single for, for some time, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I brought that down. <laughs> no, you really brought him down there. Well, there was a rumor no, that he was dating okay. this awesome comedian. I follow her and I thought they were really well. They went to a few events together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Jen, she's a very awesome comedian. Uh, but no, we've, we've been uh, really good friends for, for years now. So you know, just uh, friendship. Can I ask you, you went on The Bachelor in 2019. Um, you're an astrophysicist, so you had your career already sorted. Your life was all in check. You were looking for love. If someone came to you, you know, and we saw a lot of drama that unfolded from that show. If someone said to you, should I go on The Bachelor? What would your advice be to them? <sighs> Um, it depends what their uh, their goals are, I mm. guess. But um, yeah, look, it's it's the numbers don't lie. There's there's obviously been a lot of success there. So, I mean, I think it still still can work. So if if someone's going on for for those reasons and and looking to pursue um, a relationship, I think it's a really it's still a really good um, good way to find someone. It, it's still I think about a fifty percent success rate, which obviously is much more successful than you know your Tinders and your Bumbles and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah, still, still not a bad, uh, bad situation. I think. So, is that a yes or a no? <laughs> uh, are you, are you weighing it up at the no, moment? Yeah, I'm yeah. I don't know. But you should go into politics because you uh, have a brilliant way of asking, and answering everything. I like. It. I'm married, but I mean, I'm it breaking cha- the formula. Breaking it cha- the formula. <laughs> it changes your life. When Abby Chatfield left, that was quite um, publicised, and you know, it was a bit intense. Yeah, it is really tough. Um, breakups suck. Having to do it repeatedly sucks repeatedly. Yeah. There's certainly some negative and challenging aspects to the whole process, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it's, it's always the, the case is the juice worth the squeeze, I guess. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good and the bad, and some people have really made a name of themselves. Uh, well, uh, Matt Agnew, nice to talk to you, buddy. If people want to donate, you are doing the world's greatest shave. Hit up your Instagram page to get the link to do it there. Absolutely, and please help me not get, um, you know, comprehensively destroyed by Abby's $90,000 money. I would like to just barely lose rather than, yeah, an absolute clinic. You'll need a challenge. You'll get there. Uh, Good on you, buddy. Nice to talk to you, mate. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. 
Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, Alpha Bucks, we're going to play Monday. Here's your letter. Oh, an answer, actually. Harry Styles. Mm. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. You've got mail. Mailbag. This is your story, Dal. Oh, sorry, guys. I thought we were talking to the doctor. I, I can take it. Wait for it, wait for it. How bad is Australia Post at the moment? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is really exciting, right? I am so. This is for all those people that have that little card that is left yeah. saying, uh, we couldn't deliver your parcel. Can you please go to the post office? And then it's between those hours. And the whole reason that you got a parcel delivered is so that you can have it there and then. And this has come about because people are home more. Mm. Before that, we used to go, yeah, you're right. I wasn't home. But they found out that a lot of people aren't knocking. Now, I have to say that my local postie is an amazing guy. Mark, Mark. you do an awesome job. Love you to bits. But there was a postie over in Sydney who had driven past and decided um, that this couple, Wade and Veronica, mm. are the people that took him on. They were like, he's like, nah, i got to walk up the stairs. No, 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 they're not good stairs. So he was like, no, it's not, we can't do it, right? And he would drive on and leave a little parcel. So the guy, Wade, was like, I'm going to stand out the front and wait for my parcel. You know, sometimes you can load deliveries. was out there for a few hours. I was going to say, that's, that's commitment. <laughs> yeah. Because that's not the same this time is, this, every has day. Been a, this has been going on for two years now, right? right. Just during the po- start of the pandemic, which is when they were getting so many parcels. Stood out the front, said to the postie going, hey, I'm not happy with your service, mm. right? And they took the parcel. I'm not happy with your service, right? I, I might have to make a complaint. The postie grabbed the parcel back from him and went, see you later, mate. From now on, you're getting a card. Oh. And went off on mm. his little bike. And Wade's like, what? So then for a few years, they were getting the card each time, even though they were at home. They were trying to run out, couldn't find him. They were like, Ugh! but they keep getting a card. Wow. So eventually they complained about it to the ombudsman. I love that word. They, they, oh, it's just, it must be a great group of people that can deal with complaints mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm. No, I reckon they're all Karens. Karens. Like no. it's, it's an office yep. full of Karens. Mm-hmm. Because the ridiculous complaints you would get that you would have to take serious, you'd yeah. have to be a Karen to be like, yes, I will investigate that. They take that. every complaint seriously. Mm. And then they were like, mm, you kind of got a, something, yeah, maybe you Not could. So Wade and Veronica took it to court uh. and was like, it's wasted our time. Did the postie turn up to the court or did he just leave a little slip? (laughs) 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 A little slip, my brother. So they took it to court and they're like, yeah, you're right. You need compensation for every time that you've gone to the post office. So they had to be booked like for half an hour to be able to drive to the post office, wait in line, Mm -hmm. be able to get their parcels. So they sued them for 3,100. Oh, it's not even that much. Well, Mm. it's still, it's the principle of it. And Mm. you do, when you sort of get that slip and you're like, I was home. Mm. I was home. You didn't try. But if they not, because my mate used to do that for Australia Post, and, and they get paid per parcel. So everyone, so when they fill up their van, yeah. it would be like a certain amount of money for each one. So if they didn't deliver it um, and they put the slip in, they would get onto the next one quicker. So essentially... They're getting uh, more money. Yeah, the quicker you do your route, mm. you still get sat, paid the same amount of parcels whether or not. That's why they never want to chat to you either. They just give it to you. See, Abby? Oh, Mark has a lot. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm slowing it. <laughs> so you're, <laughs> you're costing Mark money when no, you chat you're, to No, you're causing everyone else in your street to get the little slip. No, because yeah. the amount of passes I buy. Slip, 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 slip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to keep going. <laughs> that woman. He, he also said the trick was to knock lightly. Oh, so you can oh say that's what they were saying. That they they yeah, were like, yeah. they, they might have heard a little bit of a thing and then they run there and he's gone. Yeah, because mm. he put it in and he'd say, I knocked, but it would just be like, <laughs> One finger little. 
Have your mates, uh, your mate, like quit now that there's security cameras out the front? He hasn't done it for a couple of Is years, he? but that's a good point. They catch you on the doorbell thing now. Because mm. you would think if you'd done everything, above, if you're at the door and you're fake knocking, mm. you're not You've actually cutting it out any yeah. time. Yeah. I guess time for them to come to the door, yeah. or me to have a chat, yeah. and then they, ask if they, they want run. a glass of water. Yeah, yeah. come in and clean the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. If you want to grow up and be a model, this is your chance. They're doing a casting call. Now, normally when they do casting calls, it goes out to professional agencies Mm. and they will send all their models, you know, to fit a criteria. But this time they're like, no, 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 it's a public casting call. You can go down and it is for the Gold Coast Fashion Week. Right. Does it go to models at (laughs) hotmail.com? It's at 10 a.m. on Sunday at Chevron Renaissance uh, Centre. So it's for males and females, but this is it. So for 15 years of age, which mm. is great because Dolly model search. I don't think it's on anymore, is it? Dolly doesn't exist anymore. Dolly, it's finished, isn't it? Yeah. That used to be the big thing. That's what made Miranda Kerr, and I even remember the season mm. that she entered in because it used to be a big thing. You used to get it and be like, oh, my God, imagine it being a model. Was it a, a TV show as well? Like it got televised? Oh, I, think, I think they used to put it on there, but it was mainly the magazine. It used mm. to sell so many different... Mm. Top models did it on TV. <laughs> but this one is interesting because it's from 15 mm. year, years of age, mm-hmm. and I think there's a lot of people that are going to be taking their, their daughters or their sons uh-huh. to 70. Oh, so you can take your granny. Well, that's it. You could be like a, a, a stage child. You uh. know how it's always a stage mum and, you you know, uh. they go along. Mm-hmm. It's like so the voice generations, mm-hmm. but for models. Yeah. And I want someone who's never done it before, obviously. Right. I don't think that would be cool. Like a 70-year-old, first-time model. Yeah, their Mm. whole life they've just gone, "Mm, I reckon I could do that. This is my moment to shine. They have confirmed a 65-year-old already. She said yes. Uh How old's her face, but... Uh, Gold Coast. Yeah. yeah 45. What, what does that mean? Oh, she. Uh, if she's had work done. Oh, like I thought she... you meant the other way. I thought, like, all the sun down there, she might look haggard. No, I was no, like, no, I no. don't. I haven't got a photo to give you a rating. I she would say that... Might be 65 on paper, but, you know, the Gold she Coast, they love her. their lip fillers and stuff. She might have 10, 20-year-old boobs. <laughs> well, also how she wears the clothes. Mm. Yeah. Do you think they've gone, um, what's the age bracket here? And they've gone, well, it's 2022. So we better do it for the oldest we possibly can so we don't get into trouble. <laughs> then why start at 70? Yeah. Why because did you just, the, why the didn't you say 15? You should, <laughs> should have just said 15 up. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. You that's know? True. Mm. And then you'd all be waiting for that person. You're like, I'm on the catwalk next, and she's taking a long time yeah, to that's do her true. turn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I Maybe. wonder if they put her in flat, sensible flats. And then they get one of the 15 year old models to walk, help her up. <laughs> <laughs> be good for them, though. They get all the good seats backstage. Yeah, that's true. Uh, what do they win? I don't know. Oh, okay. Cool. Cause, well, no, they're in the fashion festival. Oh, there's a fashion yeah, festival. Yeah, so that's why ah, I said it's for Gold Coast Fashion Week. Okay. They are recruiting models and right. then, yeah, the producers said the glory. Yeah, the glory, but they're saying that the person that did it last year, it's um, she's now a professional model. How old was she? 15. Oh. Mm. Why are you not happy with the... Well, it would be nice to see one of the... There's not as many brands that I guess would hire someone at that age to do it. Rockman's still around? Mathers? Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, no, you could. You could start your career at 70. Millers? Which I think is pretty exciting. So if you want to be a model, get down to the Gold Coast 10am on Sunday. My mum shops at Millers. Well, what are you to your mum? You had to stop trying to get my mum to do that. I think she needs... I like her more. I think she needs a bit of airtime. I think she needs a bit of... (laughs) She's rough around the edges, my Oh, my don't you dare. 
a little bit of filler. Why don't you enter your mum? My mum's 72. Oh, 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 but she looks 55. <laughs> yes. 20 yeah. year old boobs. She'll win it. Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. City Point Christian College students received a letter from the principal. In it, a clause stating homosexuality is sinful and offensive to God and is destructive to human relationships and society. Any students planning on attending must first have their parents or guardians sign the contract. Yeah, we're speaking about this on Monday and just incomplete shock that Mm. there is a school here in Brisbane that was, it's discrimination, basically saying that you would be expelled based on your your sexuality, which is outrageous. And we had Christian Hall, I know you're away on Monday, Maddie. we had him on, and he was so upset about it, saying that there is so many people that reached out to him as, as an openly gay man, mm. saying, how did you find it in your schooling? And he said, well, I didn't have to deal with this. But saying how many of his uh, community were so distressed by saying these comments that they're going to a school that basically says that you are wrong. Mm. Yeah. It's um, what I have appreciated a lot about the this sort of um, conversation of fight is it's become about the school and and I know it has a lot to do with religion. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm religious, but I've seen a lot of people step up who mm. are Christian who've said, this is not this is not what we believe. No, my, small, my God's a, a kind God. There's a small amount of people who believe this, you know. I have oh. a gay sister. I have a non-binary um, niece. And, and anyone who is religious, then, you know, Not everyone thinks this. They were hiding behind, well, the Bible says it, Mm. so we're allowed to do it. I, I think. and Jesus hung out with prostitutes. And, and Jesus had a very higher. strong relationship <laughs> so, with John. You know, exactly. it was a very special love that no one else could understand. And that flowing hair. So you, you can take whatever you want out yeah. of that oh, book. Trust me. Trust me, I interpreted <laughs> it. was red wine's good. Yeah. Got it. Uh, but there was, you know, there was so such a divide, I guess, um, with a lot of the leaders. And I wanted to know, um, and we wanted to know when we spoke to ScoMo yesterday, where mm. does he sit in it? Because he's a very religious man. Mm. He wants to do the uh, religious discrimination bill, which I don't think has been passed. Now, by my understanding, I was concerned that it was going to allow schools like this to discriminate. That's mm. what it's passing, saying that you have a right to practice your religion and don't have any other models, I guess, after that. Mm. But when we spoke to him yesterday, we asked this question about City Point Christian College. City Point Christian College here, yeah. who have asked parents to sign a contract saying that their student, their child can be expelled based on their sexual orientation, gender yeah. identity. What's your thoughts on it? No, I don't support that. Mm. Um, I mean, my kids go to a Christian school here in Sydney and I wouldn't want my school doing that either. And um, well, the bill that we're going to be uh, taking through the parliament, um, uh, we'll, we'll be having an amendment which will deal with that to ensure that the kids cannot be um, discriminated against on that basis. I've been saying that for years. That's always been my view. I, mean, I think schools should be able you send your kids to a Christian school or a Muslim school or a Jewish school or whatever it is. Mm. They should be able to teach you know, kids in, in that way. But, uh, that's so are they going to be open up? I don't support mm. And that's what we're saying. They're going to be open up to be able to be sued. And he was saying, well, probably at this stage. Mm. And then a few hours after that conversation, and people were actually really mad with um, ScoMo. A lot of religious leaders were saying that he's turned their his back he's on back them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's backflipped on it. And I think they expected him, you know, from the federal government to be able to support them. Um, but a few hours after that, they sent out a letter saying, we're going to withdraw the contract.
Brisbane school has withdrawn a controversial enrolment contract. Now, Prime Minister Scott Morrison indicated some amendments would be made to his government's uh, religious discrimination bill to prohibit such contracts from happening again in schools. Mm, so they're just saying, uh, they, oh God, it's a real boring letter again. <laughs> they usually are when they're that long. I know, yeah. but it's like, you know, make it personal. But anyway, they have said uh, at the top of it, it says, oh, confidential, uh, withdrawal notice, contract of enrolment. So they're basically saying that they have amended the contract enrolment that was emailed out mm. um, after significant media commentary regarding it. So they're saying that they don't discriminate. Which, of course, doesn't get rid of the problem. No, of course it doesn't. I mean, I would, be, I would be concerned if I sent my kids there, I would 100% not sign that contract. Mm. But if I sat down with the kids and said, do you like the school? And they said, yes, I do. It'd be a hard one to continue because you'd know their stance on it. Yeah. But then again, was it always their stance? Like if you went to the website, do you know? And there seems to be a lot uh, more to come out about the conduct of Mm. students past and present. Families who who do currently go to that school, um, the only thing that I would say to them is uh, if if they're not going to enforce this now, Mm. I think if you are someone who believes... um, uh, which most people do, that, you know, it is fine to be non-binary, gay, whatever you want to be, to stay within that community because I don't believe separating yourself from people who believe that completely is going to help change. I think it, it is important to respectfully try to change people's minds on that. It's like anything in religion. If you don't agree with the absolute... Um, extreme views that some people have, mm. cutting them off completely isn't always the best way to no, go. Of you want to live in and around them and let them yeah. see that, oh, wow, you can actually live like that. And, and you can reshape people's minds if you, you can, do it in the right but way. But I hope that children there don't have uh, feel the love. You don't want them to fight a cause and have no. mental health issues mm. and feel unloved and bullied. So you want to make sure that that is not the case. I think so. Kids that are going there. The school community now would have had a lot of conversations. A lot of parents who believe the opposite to what that contract said would have stood up now. Mm. And I think the the school community will change immensely. But it'd be naive to think that 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 is the end of it, and that everyone at the school is for this because a lot of people signed the contract. A lot of them did. Yeah. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.